Welcome to Generational Wealth MD's podcast on financial freedom through investing in real estate. My name is Param Baladandapani. I'm a mom, radiologist, real estate investor, and mentor to others looking to start or scale their real estate portfolios. Thank you for being here today. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with inspiration, strategies, and insight so that you can stop trading your time for money and live life on your terms. If you love the episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Hey guys, so nice to be with all of you again. I wanted to take some time today to talk about gratitude and about how we can look at obstacles in our life and turn them into opportunities. You know, this is a time of year when everyone's talking about gratitude. A lot of my coaches have been talking about gratitude and looking back, you know, it's always easy to be grateful for the things that we have What's really hard is to be grateful for the things that we don't have, like the mistakes we make, the, the things that we're struggling to, uh, to get, right? When we're feeling stuck and we want to get somewhere, but we don't know how to do it. Those times can feel very challenging. But I want to draw from, from something that I've heard a lot of times said, uh, if, you, if you read Buddhist literature, they always say that obstacles are opportunities in disguise, right? And for the longest time, that you know, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And um, I'm sure some of you will relate when you're in the middle of an obstacle. It's almost hard to say that, wow, this is an amazing opportunity. It's really, really hard to do that. But um, this last year, I've spent a lot of time with my personal coach, Dr. Kavita Sundramurthy, and my business coach, James Wedmore. And both of them keep talking about this. And I think I've finally gotten to a point where I, I understand what they're saying. Now, there are moments when I will forget and I go back into ruminating about the obstacle, but I've learned to pause and actually find the opportunity in obstacles. So today I wanted to go over um, the four common um, obstacles that we encounter as real estate investors in our investing journey, in our financial independence journey. And I want to give you some examples and talk about um, how we can look at those obstacles and turn them into opportunities, right? And look at them as opportunities in disguise. So the first thing I want to talk about is when you're feeling stuck, okay? When you feel like you're trapped, um, and this could be um, in your you know, when you're beginning, you're starting your real estate investing journey, or you're looking to scale and you feel stuck over there. But this could be for, you know, for most high income professionals, there comes a time when you feel stuck in your job, you feel like uh, you're trading your time for money, and you're really not making any progress, and you aren't in a position to, to get to, to financial freedom quickly, and, and, and you feel lost, right? Um, I want to talk about my own, my personal journey here as an example to share uh, about this obstacle and how this actually was an opportunity, an amazing opportunity. So 2019, for those of you who know me, you know that that was a year of professional turmoil, right? And uh, at the time, it seemed like it was a low point in my career. And I was like, well, I have no control over my job. um, And I have no autonomy. um, And this transition is really, really hard. But looking back, that that anxiety, that um, loss of autonomy, that void that that created was the exact thing that I needed to generate the momentum that was necessary for me to transform my investing journey. You all know that um, within the next year and a half, I was able to accelerate to financial freedom using real estate, and I finally was able to quit my full-time position this year. So now from here, looking back, I see that that year, 2019, which seemed like a big obstacle, it seemed like things were not going according to plan, 
that low point was what I needed to be able to break through and transform my journey, right? It was what I needed for transformation to happen. And so um, in the words of my uh, business coach, um, James Wedmore, sometimes the breakdown is what you need for the breakthrough to happen. So I'm hoping 2022 is the breakthrough year for, for all of you on here. And for anyone who is um, at this point struggling with, you know, get it, your financial independence journey, struggling with getting on track and uh, and working towards it. Um, always remember, uh, we I have a financial independence worksheet that I refer people to. I think it's a great resource for anyone who is um, trying to figure out where they are, to figure out how long it's going to take them to get to where they want to be if they continue doing the same thing. I think that's a great starting point for you to um, transform your journey if you need to. So um, you can go on to generationalwealthmd.com, the resources section, check out the financial independence worksheet. It's, it's a, it's, it was a turning point for me to actually understand my numbers. And that's when I was able to create that transformation. So I, I hope that's helpful for a lot of you. But um, the, I think the, the point I want to drive here is that when we feel stuck and lost and trapped, it may seem counterintuitive, but the question we need to be asking ourselves is, instead of saying, why is this happening to me? The correct question to ask is, how is life happening for me right now? What is it that this obstacle is challenging me to do? Um, how is this asking me to push beyond my growth edges? So that's the important question to ask, right? And if you do that, you can be stuck and you can take that obstacle and that can overwhelm you or you can break through and go on to the next level. Okay, the second thing, the second thing as investors that we tend to look at as obstacles is missed opportunities. Missed opportunities um, on a smaller level is say you're looking at a property, you're putting an offer in, you're putting multiple offers in and, um, you know, it's just hard sometimes to land the right property or you've kind of gotten emotionally attached to a property, which you shouldn't as an investment property, but you like something and you aren't able to get it and you feel like all these missed opportunities, they just start to feel like obstacles. Um, I want to give an example of one of our members of uh, Creating Generational Freedom, um, the last cohort. She was putting offers in for short-term rentals um, and she was looking in the mountain areas and she found this property that she liked um, that was close to home and she wanted to get it, but she missed out on the opportunity. She wasn't able to get it. And at that point, it seemed like an obstacle. But... But uh, looking forward, like a few weeks later, she was able to lock in a beautiful log cabin with a great view um, in another mountain destination, which is beautiful. Um, this last last a couple of weeks ago, they they went out there as a family. Um, they set the whole thing up. They're super excited about it. So what sometimes seems like an obstacle can actually just mean that that property is not meant to be for you and something better is waiting for you, right? So, the, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And the important thing to remember with all of these, this missed opportunities that sometimes they're just lessons, right? Oftentimes, um, they're lessons that are teaching us um, how to get better at finding the right property for us, how to get better at having the right strategy and having the right um, negotiation um, strategy to, uh, at that point to be able to get our offers accepted. And it's important to remember, uh, and they say this in real estate, is that if you're putting in a lot of offers and all of them get accepted, then you're doing something wrong. Because if you're pricing things correctly, you're not going to land all the offers, um, you know, the, all the properties um, that you're putting offers in on. So it's okay to miss out on some opportunities. And hopefully there's something better that's waiting for you. And hopefully you're learning from it and you're taking those lessons and you are becoming a better investor for in this hot market for for a lot of people um, you know just those those missed opportunities can be very frustrating but the important thing to remember is to take all of that data 
and use it to become more receptive to the current market. And I always say this, if, you know, if you're losing out on a lot of offers, maybe it's time to titrate your terms. Um, maybe it's time to get more receptive, to put in offers more quickly, uh, understand your market, what the dynamics are, and, um, and, you know, and, and navigate that and actually learn to make better offers for your market, right? So think of it as lessons. If we learn from it, then it's an opportunity, not an obstacle, right? So that's on a micro level. But some of you may say, um, you know, just looking back, say, well, you know, Param, I had 10 years where I could have done things. And I, I say this to myself all the time. Um, I look at my journey and it was like I start. I was asked to start investing in real estate and I could have in 2010. And I did it very slowly before I actually got to the point where I realized I needed to pick up and, and learn. So there were a lot of missed opportunities along the way. And, and you know, there was a time when I would look back with regret um, and I felt that I, I, you know, I, I had a lot of missed opportunities over there. It, it um, there was regret associated with it. But I, what I've learned to do is to, and, and and this is something I tell everyone. This is a quote, one of my favorite quotes about real estate. The best time to invest in real estate was 20 years ago, but the second best time is now. And sometimes we can harness that all those missed opportunities, that regret. Um, what I did, um, and, th and this was the main reason, the mission behind Generational Wealth MD, is to help others not have to go through that entire process and have this prolonged course to financial independence. Um, I harnessed all that regret that I had about my investing journey where um, I had all those missed opportunities and, and this is this is the mission of Generational Wealth MD, right? Um, so something positive has come out of it uh, and that that's, that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's how we need to look at missed opportunities. Okay, so moving on. The next thing um, that we all encounter as real estate investors is, is mistakes. We make mistakes at any point. We are doing the best we can at that time with the knowledge that we have. Um, and it is part of the journey. We will all end up making mistakes. Um, and and again, um, we look at these mistakes and if we think of them not as mistakes, but as lessons, then then we've done a good job, right? Um, so just to give you an example, uh, when I did my first rehab, uh, and I, I, I tend to do my rehabs without a general contractor, right? So I'm doing this um, myself, I'm managing the teams myself, I'm sourcing the materials, picking the materials myself, doing the designing myself. There were a lot of challenges. Um, I, I felt stuck a lot of times. I was absolutely sure I was picking the wrong, uh, the material, I, um, you know, for my countertops at times. Um, I felt like I could have done things differently, um, timed them differently. So a lot of obstacles, but but all of those obstacles were actually lessons because the next time I did um, a burr project, a rehab project without a general contractor, it didn't take me three months. It took me three weeks and it was super, super simple to the point where I would go in and be like, why is this so simple? It was so much more challenging the last time. So sometimes the mistakes we make are actually lessons that really guide us in our um, in our path forward. And that's important to remember. And some of you also, a lot of you actually tell me that You've purchased properties where you're not cash flowing. It isn't aligned with your goal. Um, and, and that's a lesson, lesson to use calculators to run your numbers accurately. For those of you looking for calculators for long-term and short-term rentals, remember the same resources section in generationalwealthmd.com has calculators for those things. This mistake is probably pointing you and urging you to always make sure you run your numbers um, properly. But more importantly, I think over here, the good thing to remember is that with real estate, if you think of it as a long game, right, um, 
over time, um, a lot of things um, actually um, negate themselves, right? Um, uh, this is a quote that uh, Elaine Stagelberg, um always says. She says, um, with time, a good deal becomes great and um, a, a bad deal becomes good and a good deal, good deal becomes great, right? So over time, even if you have a property where you haven't seen appreciation over say 10 years and if even if it's not cash flowing you still have um, debt paid on happening over time so that property is still um or if you look at your returns over time you still have that six percent um, um debt pay down which is helping with building equity so over time um you know most of these things that seem like big mistakes um when you zoom out and you look at them um if you're actually able to or look at your overall returns they aren't uh, as big a mistake as you think they are at in that moment so um, again important to remember that they, these are lessons and sometimes it's okay to zoom out and look at the bigger picture right we're always doing the best we can with what we know and um, as long as we're learning from it then that lesson um, is serving you well and then finally i want to talk about um the journey and this is really important because like with everything right with everything the journey almost seems like you, you oftentimes very impatient over the journey. Um, we're just waiting to get to the destination. And with your financial freedom journey, sometimes it seems like, oh, well, this is hard. It's hard. The journey is hard getting to financial freedom. And once I get there, I'm going to savor that. I'm going to enjoy it. But the truth is, this is where arrival fallacy comes in, right? The truth is that having all the money and all the time in the world is not necessarily the one thing that's going to make you happy, right? If you aren't able to feel gratitude and be happy during the journey, then then arriving there is likely not going to add much um, to your quality of life, right? So the important thing to remember is that we need to savor the journey and as hard as it may seem there are a lot of um there are a lot of beautiful things in the journey that i want to talk about um and for those of you who feel like oh well it's hard i'm spending too much time on it i always say your systems need to be stronger if you're spending more than two hours a week on your portfolio then there's t um, the space for optimization for those of you who feel like well i'm making costly mistakes education education is what you need to do those are two important things about the journey but in spite of all of that, I think that there are few, there are three beautiful things about the journey I want to talk about. You know, in your journey, you're going to meet people who are going to enrich your life. And that's a beautiful thing to have. Um, in my journey, I met mentors. Uh, I met colleagues. Um, I was part of communities where I've um, had these amazing bonds with people, right? And that's something to savor. The other thing about the journey is that to remember during your journey is to celebrate the little wins. And I think this is so important because oftentimes we don't take the time to celebrate the little wins as we're going down our journey. Um, just to give you a few examples, I had, um, um, you know, two of my members in, uh, in, in the last cohort of uh, Creating Generational Freedom, they were just starting out. They really didn't know anything about real estate investing. And within a month, they're locked in their first property. And while they were going to set it up, um, you know, they, these were short-term rentals. So they were furnishing it, designing it. Um, sometimes it's, and it's very easy, and this happens to me too, you feel overwhelmed by, the things that need to be done and um the, you know you're, you're thinking about how the reviews are going to be um you're wondering what the cash flow is going to be like and we often don't take a moment to stop and savor what you're creating right when i when i mentor when i coach i tell this all the time it's your first property you're setting it up you've you've closed on it just savor the moment it's a beautiful moment to actually own something um that is you know that you're creating into this beautiful space that's a beautiful moment so the journey needs to be and you need to enjoy it and you need to celebrate those little wins um, along the journey i think that's super important and finally um in the coaching space we talk about this a lot 
you know, it's not about um, where you reach finally. It's more about the person that you become in the process. Um, and that's true for real estate investing also. Um, you know, when you get to financial independence, you, when you get to that point, you're a person who has um, overcome all your limiting beliefs, someone who has learned to handle challenges and crises. Um, when I coach couples and they're in this path together, uh, they're building something over time together um, as a couple, making decisions together that is going to last them generations. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, so I always say the, the journey is to be safer. The journey isn't like it's not like an obstacle race that you're you know, trying to navigate to get to the destination. The journey is beautiful um, and it has so much beauty in it. So I think it's very important to have gratitude for the journey. Um, I want to end by saying that Generational Wealth MD, I mean, I'm so proud of where we've come uh, in 2021. Um, uh, in December alone, um, members have acquired over $8 million worth of real estate. That's amazing. We have over 2,000 members across multiple platforms. Um, we have hundreds of professionals that I have been able to, I've been um, blessed to have mentored, um, and I have a lot of gratitude for that. I wanted to wish everyone uh, a happy new year. I hope you've set um, big, hairy, amazing goals for 2022. And uh, I will see all of you again in 2022. Take care, guys. I hope you've been inspired by this episode and are ready to take action. Your feedback means the world to me. If you found value in what you heard, I would greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate the podcast, leave a review, and follow the podcast. And if you really like the episode, share it with a friend. Your ratings, reviews, follows, and shares not only motivate me, but they also help others discover the show and join the community. So please share your thoughts. Let me know what you liked and even what you'd like to hear more of in the future. I can't wait to hear from you. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes. And until next time, take care.